Alright, welcome back to another episode of Girls With Fun. Hello, hello. <laughs> I like the shirt, just saw it on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, How's it going? It's been a momentous kind of week, I would say. But how are you doing? Um, I'm doing alright. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things going on, but I won't share them all on the podcast yet. <laughs> but... It's been a good week. How's your uh, week been? Yeah, it's been good. I went to a Pittsburgh K-pop night, probably more similar to Bebe than Army After Dark. So I really missed like having you and the friends around, but it was still a good time. Yeah, things that's are going cool. fine. What? I said that's cool. Yeah, I'm glad that there are events like that. You know what I mean? Right. So I didn't really want to go out. I didn't have anyone to go with, but I was like, I need to rally. I need to show support for this event because it's so rare. So sure enough, I did. We actually had Army After Dark last night, but I didn't go. I was like, mm-hmm. I've had enough COVID scares in the last few weeks. I think I will stay. <laughs> the funny <laughs> thing is, like, I kind of woke up sneezing a lot today, and I'm like, no, no, we're done with this. But then I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't mean I couldn't get, like, the regular flu or anything else. So, drinking some emergency this morning. Yeah. Yeah, I'm party out. <laughs> I'm not sponsored. I know. I know. Sorry, June. I'm not your dream girl. I actually go out more than anticipated. Solely for your group, but nonetheless. <laughs> All right. Well, where do we start? Uh... Well, I mean, I don't think this requires a lot of conversation necessarily, but earlier in the week, I think right as we were posting, um, or maybe as we were already editing, anyway, June deleted, like, I think I saw like 117 of his Instagram posts, and there were so many hot takes on the internet about like what it meant and what it was, and like literally the next day this guy comes back and posts pictures and is like hi and then he did a v live and people were like why did you delete it and he's like oh i just wanted like a trim which mm, but okay (laughs) it wasn't as deep as we are making it out to be let's say i sure hope so because that was a a purge i would say (laughs) yeah i know i think you retweeted from our account like a little more than a trim yeah, that was pretty heavy, but okay. Yeah, that's like a buzz cut when you had long hair. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he also didn't, like, have a theme like what we had originally or, like, JK was trying to do, which I don't know if he's still trying to do that. So I'm like, what was the purge for? <laughs> Just because? <laughs> but okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if you want to comment on his V Live and or his appearance, or I guess I should say his Weverse Live and or his appearance therein. I mean, I didn't watch, but I did see like Hickey Gate was going on <laughs> on the internet. Um, he had some like mark on his neck, and everyone was just like, "It's a Hickey." Now I don't know if people are joking or if they're serious. Some combination of both. Anyway, he was like, "Yeah, it's." From Pilates. And I see people being like, 
that is it is possible to have like marks like that from Pilates, like whatever weights they're using. So, sure, but also like it could not be, and that's fine. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's fine. I'm definitely like a little bit side eye. Like, okay, June, I'm 31 years old, but also if that's what he says it is, then that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, if I was him, I would be like to my partner, like, don't give me a freaking hickey when you know I have to go out here in these streets like this. Like, <laughs> right? Must be for real. That's like, like when we're married stuff, like for my career, you know. <laughs> like, like everybody knows that we're married. Like, I don't have to do this. Mm-hmm like hiding or whatever like exactly like no <laughs> like don't do that <laughs> why are you making it hot for me like that would be really <laughs> I, hope I hope it's not hickey because that would just be annoying uh. <laughs> uh, yeah he was really playing with our hearts this week deleting and then posting on valentine's day and then i think he went live a few days later i'm like june i'm I'm really, I'm struggling this week, my guy. Let's not. <laughs> Everybody's going live these days. Um, has Shuka gone live recently? Yeah, on Valentine's Day, the number one teaser of our hearts. And then yes. as he left, the announcement dropped. Yeah. yeah. So, like, literally all of them have gone live yeah. in recent, recent weeks, at least. So. I saw a post that someone was like, we've got six of seven. And then everyone in the comments was like, when I remember the seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't even keep up. I can't even keep up with all the lives, honestly. <laughs> I can't. I, I haven't been able to watch any of them. They happen every time I'm at work. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm behind as usual. It's like... Our one other, well, I guess my one other friend or our mutual friend, however we want to frame it, like she'll text me like such and such member is live and I'm like, oh, so I get like all my news from her. But then like a couple of weeks ago, one of my friends got engaged, like my good friend from grad school. And she was like, did so-and-so get engaged? And I'm like, what? So I literally get all this news through one person. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what's going on in my own friend's lives. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Should we talk about the announcement, or do we have more to, like, work up to? I feel like that's the hot ticket news, really. Yeah. Yeah. Am I starting? Uh, Yeah, if you want to, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I mean, I honestly was very unprepared for this news, still trying to process it. Um, I came outside to look at my phone from work and, like, had, like, 50 texts, and I'm like, this is either something really bad or really good. Um, And I, yeah, we're getting a tour from August D, um, starting in April in the U.S., and then I think it runs through May, Mm -hmm. maybe longer. Maybe into June. Um, throughout other parts of the world. Um, but starting in April here, I believe, in New York. Um, and there's also a New Jersey date. And there's numbers of other places in the U.S. But we, in particular, are, <laughs> like, 
trying to shoot for tickets to go to the New, Jer- New Jersey or New York dates um, since they're nearby. And so that was pretty much all I could think about on uh, that Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Literally Valentine's Day. Like, sorry, Minyungi is my Valentine. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry to my other biases. Like, it is what it is today. The sheer panic and trying to, like, renew my army membership because I should, <laughs> like, I'm not paying for this. Like, what do I get out of this? And I know I get other stuff out of it, but I'm like, I'm not paying for this. There's no concerts coming. Why would I pay for another army membership? Like, I didn't renew for months. And, of course, here they come with a concert. Like, the last thing I expected was one of the members to go on a full, like, tour. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, trying to renew that, then trying to make sure you sign up for both pre-sales. Like, it was just a lot. As <laughs> the you- amount of times I explained that. <laughs> like, I mean, just in general to, like, friends or other friends outside of our group. Like, to register for the Army sale, you have to register on both Weavers and Ticketmaster. And then separately, there's also a Ticketmaster sale. Like, I was probably saying that in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, Yeah really unexpected i agree and it really blows the whole like back by 2025 timeline out of the water which we had already talked about right but i mean i mean i guess in terms of seven being back by 2025 sure i guess that's still technically true but yeah we are getting like a full tour one person And I know Japan dates are still to be announced, so if he's already going through June, and it's minimum 18 months, but more dates to be announced, ugh, I guess it could if he's, like, tour is done, by. but, like, yeah, that's crazy. Um, I guess, do you think we're also getting new music? Like, the font looks new to me. Um... I, would I feel like we'd so. have to. I'm yeah. like, technically, he could do a tour off of his two albums. And whatever else he decides to do, I guess he could do some stuff from BPS, kind of similar how J-Hope did some of his solo songs, solo BTS songs during Lollapalooza. So, I mean, I think he has enough material, but I think he will come out with a new album before kind of similar to how Hobie came out with his new album before Lollapalooza Mm. (laughs) it's literally I mean this is truly the k-pop fashion but it's literally in like two months the like New Jersey dates at least or New York New Jersey dates like so it's gonna be very overwhelming next two months between like trying to ticket and like listening to new music like I'm happy and excited but (laughs) it's a lot there's a lot coming it's just like all right I think maybe a week or two after Yumi's supposed to be in the U.S. T by T is coming like on the like like, I know we were talking about that one of our friends texted like do you want to go and I I don't follow them that closely, but I was debating it. And like immediately after Yungi's concert was announced and I was like, Ooh, thank God I saved that money. Like, sorry to all multi stands. <laughs> like you're going, right? I'm going. And like, it wasn't something that I really had planned on going to, but another friend like asked if I would want to go. And so I was like, 
I guess. Like, I really didn't have plans to ticket for that, but um, she ticketed and got, like, good seats, so I was like, sure, let's do it. And here he comes. I'm like, bro, can you give me a heads up? Because I probably would have said, sorry, no. <laughs> like, I would have saved my money. And it's not because I don't want to see T by T or that, like, I don't necessarily have the money per se, but it's like, we're also trying to go to Korea. Like, I keep I saying know. I keep I saying know. I keep saying this, and every time some other kind of expense comes up, like, <laughs> like I'm also trying to move, and then here's, like, more books from BTS, and, like, all these things just keep, like, popping up, and I'm like, man, like, I'm trying to go to Korea, and I feel like everything is trying to say, maybe not. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going, like, leave me alone. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. That's That's really it, too, like it's not cheap to get from the states to korea so wild and that's why i need us to get like first of all it's gonna be so hard to get these tickets because he's not doing a stadium yeah he's not doing stadium shows he's doing arena shows so that means less tickets um and i'm assuming demand is going to be just as much or only slightly less than what a bts show is uh, maybe even more now because of the situation that we're in. And so I'm like, this is going to be hard for us to get these seats, but I need us to get a ticket somewhere on the East Coast, like trying to manage going to like Chicago or like, God forbid, LA, like that's just so much money. And like, I really, really want to go to Korea. And like, if I can't get East Coast show tickets, like I just won't be able to go see it, which would be really unfortunate. But I, yeah, like, I need to budget my money, and, like, Yugi's not helping. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what do you, I am really scared about what ticketing is gonna be, because, like, obviously, I would also prefer East Coast, just from a money standpoint, but when we were talking about it earlier, and I still don't really know where I've landed, but when we were talking about it earlier, I was like, well, my cousin lives in Chicago, like, we could try to make that work, like, we, I don't know, we were just discussing, like, various options, but I agree, like, strong preference for East Coast, but, like, also thinking back, I, I was going through my old photos and, like, looking at Wings Tour, which was at Prudential, and then looking at, um, uh, Love Yourself Tour, not the Speak Yourself extension, but, and that was also at Prudential, and it is small. Like, looking at the photos now with my 2023 eyeballs, I'm like, <laughs> like, nervous laughter, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I agree with you. I'm like, will demand be less because it's only one member? But, like, it's Minyungi. I feel like you could say that about any member, but like, I just don't know in 2023, I feel like it's going to be a bloodbath no matter what. So I'm trying to make my peace with it, I guess is the whole point of what I'm saying. And we might not even get tickets. Like we've been lucky in the past, but I'm also trying to prepare myself for the possibility that like something glitches, which has happened in the past, right? Or I can't click fast enough because like every time I get to the checkout page, the tickets have already been taken by someone else, which has also happened to us. Like... I just don't know. Yeah, we need, like, all hands on deck. (laughs) And I saw, like, a tweet where someone was like, do you know how many Ticketmaster tutorials have popped up in the last few days? Like, I need you to girl boss and gatekeep. And I'm like, we don't endorse that here, but, like, (laughs) 
I mean, I've shared and we have an episode about that. <laughs> but I also like I don't endorse it, but I understand where that energy is coming from because I am nervous. I'm just wondering if the Ticketmaster situation is going to be any better or worse since this whole, like, Taylor Swift Ticketmaster thing. So I'm wondering if it's going to be any different. I'm so skeptical at this point. Or maybe cynical is the word. I'm like, it's going to be a mess in some way or another. (laughs) But hopefully I'm wrong. The other crazy thing is, like, we were, we were, like, chatting, as you said, your, like, 50 messages that you came outside to, like, within an hour of the announcement, I saw people being, like, Newark and New York are getting booked, like, hotels in Newark are already, like, filling up, and I was, like, holy bleep, I forgot what this was like, like, (laughs) Even that night, we had, like, an emergency planning call. And it was, like, difficult to find something that, like, could accommodate our group size and, like, had parking and was, like, relatively close to the venue. And we did end up finding, like, fully refundable hotels in New York and an Airbnb in in Newark. But it's just, like, every single thing. Like, you have to be so organized. Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh yeah, we should go to this one hotel I went to. Yeah. Work. It was so nice. And like literally just on that day, on the day that he's gonna be there Saturday, it was like fully booked out. I was like, come on. <laughs> what is the chances? That was only like a few hours <laughs> after the announcement was made. It's like, come on. Yeah. We move fast. It's like trying to go with me to like any other concert is probably not a great experience. Like I remember going to the show with my brother and it was at a venue I'd gone to see like Eric Nam and Epic High and like I was like, okay, so we get there early. We like camp out for numerous hours. Like we like you can do merch and I'll stay in this other line. And I had this whole like, you know game plan and he's like it's really not that serious and like sure enough it wasn't and we got there and I was like oh my god we're running so late like are we even gonna get a spot and we were like near the front like showing up at like a normal time for a normal show so I just always forget like what level this is on yeah exactly (sighs) we'll see I mean hopefully we hopefully we Hopefully we get seats. At this point, I don't even care. As long as I'm in there. Like, <laughs> I don't care if I'm super close. Like, I just want to be. And then I saw people commenting, like, VIP sound check, And I'm like, look, it's still too soon for me to talk about this three years later. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Uh, what a price to grab. I wish they would release, like, ticket prices ahead of time. It's kind of annoying that that's not a thing anymore. I know, I know. At least let me, like, mentally prepare for the damage that this is about to inflict upon my wallet. Like, I mean, if you're going to give me only, like, a week or two to try to get money to get tickets for this, the least you could do is tell me how much the tickets are going to be. How much you should get. Yeah, like, what? I don't understand. 
everyone was all like oh save your money now for like 2025 so you have like xyz amount of money and like okay that plan isn't gonna work because we're like only a few weeks into what that plan (laughs) would have like what profits you would have made from that plan like and when you really think about it that was supposed to be years away from now we're already trying to go on tour (laughs) yeah yep well, I did buy, I think I talked about it before, so I'll keep this little story short, but I bought a purple piggy bank and put, like, a BTS sticker on the side. It's like, this is my 2025 fund, and now I'm like, do I already have to, like, crack this sucker open? Like, yes, <laughs> whatever I put in, and it's probably, like, 40 bucks because it's been, like, no time at all, as you pointed out, so, like, that's coming right back out. What, um, what do you think he's going to do on tour? well definitely Dejuta I feel like he can't he's contractually obligated to perform Dejuta um I would like to see people um that sounds vague I would like to hear the song people or see the song people perform um I don't know. I've seen people on TikTok hypothesizing about Give It To Me, which would just be nuts. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like you pointed out, is he going to perform his solo BTS tracks? Like Seesaw could be cool. We've seen it before, but it would be enjoyable. Or like Shadow. I don't know. I I really have no idea, actually. Do you have any thoughts on what he might perform? I mean, I think any one of those songs, I'm more so trying to figure out, like, what he's going to do, considering that he was having talks of, like, yeah, I want to, like, I do these shows, I want to, like, do, I don't want to just rap, or, like, I don't want to just, like, stand there, whatever it was he was saying, I was like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm like, is he gonna, like, do acrobatics, like, is he gonna have, like, crazy, like, pyrotechnics and, like, props or whatever, he's gonna be, like, flying through the sky like jk was like i don't know what he's planning on doing at this point um clearly i feel like he was trying to give hints back then that he was going to be doing this tour at some point because why was he saying that (laughs) maybe well that makes me think he would do that that and the choreo right i don't know i don't know what this man means ever right like i was kind of I don't know the word. Angry is too strong of the word because I was super excited for the tour, but I just feel like he's constantly toying with us. I'm like, oh my gosh, one of my biases is on live for Valentine's Day. How sweet. The whole time this guy's like just sitting there smirking, waiting for the news to drop. Then it drops and he's immediately like, anyway, have fun and signs off. Like, (laughs) I just feel very like toyed with and at no point. Will I ever know, like, what this guy has up his sleeve? Yeah, no. Plus, his book is coming out. Yeah, oh my gosh. Are they kind of rolling that out early? Maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, his book's coming out. And uh, they showed the theme, and it's kind of like camping. And I think he's posted on his Insta, like, one picture, probably from that photo shoot 
But then that means that all the rest of these little photos that he's been doing, these like, I don't know, Vogue-esque photo shoots that he's been doing, <laughs> have nothing to do with that book. <laughs> so I'm like, is this like I was thinking, his album rollout or something? Like, what are these pictures for? Or is he just like, I just want to take these photos? Yeah, I, I mean, you've been answers. asking that for a while. Yeah, <laughs> you've been Any asking answers. that for a while. I must assume they're for his album, I guess. But the vibe of those photos has been kind of all over the place. So are there, like, versions of the album? I mean, they're all, like, hot and beautiful, right? But, like... Yeah. Like, some are more floral-themed, like, Prince Yungi. Some are, like, shout-outs to old albums. I just don't know. Maybe there's versions, which, like, my wallet is also weeping preemptively. I mean, I guess they did two versions of the astronaut, right? The purple version and the green version. And then Hobie had, like, the pink. Well, we didn't get a CD for Hobie. We got that little, like, envelope. But he had, like, a pink one and, like, a blue or green one, right? So... I'm sure yeah. there was photos on Weverse, but I just never downloaded Weverse music. Uh-huh. This. <sighs> it's a lot to process. It's going to be exciting. The whole time I was like, maybe Namjoon will perform at something in the water. Like, maybe we'll get a festival. At no point was I like, we have a full tour coming. Psych. <laughs> I'm like, out of all of them, I'm not surprised that he did that, though. Like, he would. I don't know. I, I guess I'm a little surprised. Like, listening to Namjoon's live, he was like, yeah, I did that one show at Rolling Hall, and it was, like, exhausting, so kudos to Yoongi. And, like, watching Hobie's documentary, which I know we'll get to, like, in short order, like, how exhausting it was on him. And he's like, I'm barely sleeping. He's, like, barely eating. Again, like, for a big stage, but, like, one performance, I'm like this guy that we've like stereotyped throughout his entire career as being the like sleepy one is doing like a full on tour. Like I'm not surprised cause he's like doing the most, but I'm also like a little bit surprised. <laughs> but even we know that like that, like you said, that stereotype is not true and he'll say it about himself, but he quite literally thinks that like if he takes a nap, for like an hour that that means he's being lazy and it's like no you're not like <laughs> like you're just like getting proper rest like yeah i think he's the kind of person that like if he's not like constantly doing something he feels like he's being lazy and i'm like that's not the case but okay sir right well um, even at that dinner they were like yungi is the most like booked up that guy has like every hour of his day scheduled so Right, yeah. and he was, like, saying on Suchitata, I don't remember which guest, but him talking about, like, how in the beginning he felt like he had to have, like, all these different kind of, like, classes and things like that to, like, fill up his schedule and order, like, I don't know, fulfilled or something. So I'm wondering if this was kind of one of those decisions he made, like, okay, the group's kind of going on hiatus, let's 
like I need to be like busy and doing something let's go on tour like <laughs> and I wonder now if he's like hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah that sounded great then but I don't know he's probably I'm sure he's excited and work hard to make it happen I mean honestly again he could go on tour and not do any of that he could just do like a lot of rappers do and just kind of like walk around, jump, get hype. He doesn't have to necessarily, like, completely tire himself out with choreo or whatever. But knowing Noogie, he's going to. (laughs) Like, Honestly, this would be the perfect chance not to dance, right? Remember the old clips of, like, him yelling at Bong PD about, like, you won't have to dance, you know? And, like, this is your chance, bro, but he's not going to take it. I agree with you. I just have a feeling it's going to look like seesaw but for an hour plus wow (laughs) (laughs) i mean this is the guy that like even this was a long time ago but i think was it for valentine's day or like an army day he like or maybe his birthday he like hand signed like hundreds of like little notes or whatever for army or like hand wrote like hundreds of notes like this guy does not cut corners whatsoever right like he could have printed them and then signed them (laughs) like and achieved the same you know what i mean like he hand wrote all those so he's not he's not cutting corners i think he's done that like multiple times so or something similar so yeah, no, this guy goes over and 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 beyond often. So yeah, I'm expecting a lot of theatrics. I do hope we get tickets, though. I really do. Please, if I've accrued like any good karma through any good deeds, could I please like cash it in now, like? <laughs> Through virtuous living, like, please, please. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, should we, any other thoughts on this? Should we pivot to the documentary? Yeah, let's do it. I guess as our resident Hobie bias, do you want to take first pass on things that jumped out at you or, like, main thoughts? I didn't take notes. I just wanted to sit there and enjoy it. So, I mean, if you have notes, I can sit there and talk about it with you. But I was really excited for this. Like, dang, I'm getting like an entire, like, well, it wasn't two hours. Like an hour and 30 minutes of, like, just my bias. That's kind of wild. Like, <laughs> just thinking about that. That's a lot. So I was really uh, excited and looking forward to this movie. Um it's just cool opening up Disney Plus and seeing BTS in there. Um, just his pretty face on like the opening card. I was like, oh, my baby. <laughs> like, a few seconds in, it had barely even started. He's like pulling up his pants to like sit down. I was like, here we go. I can't do this. It's <laughs> like, how many follicles am I going to have left by the end of this movie? <laughs> I can't. What is this? For once, it's not me exposing myself on the track, so let me enjoy this feeling. I was just like, "What is? What is this shot? Like, what are we doing right now?" My favorite, like, or one of my favorite Hobie looks is like any like streetwear 
version of Hobie. And so it like opens up with that, and I'm like, here we go. Like, <laughs> I was like, this, I, I am your weakest soldier, Jo. Please, gosh. Um. But yeah, it was really interesting to see him go through that process. I mean, we've heard him talk about it a lot. We've seen other, like, footage and stuff, but seeing, like, the full, like, a d- documentary of his journey um, to get to Lollapalooza was, uh... You can start with your notes and I'll follow. Yeah, I mean, I was also, I had a friend over, we're, like, eating Indian food, like, we were just chilling, so I don't, like, my notes aren't super detailed, but, again, after the fact, since I can't remember anything, I was, like, let me, um, uh, like, write these down, um, I mean, overall, I thought it felt really long. When I saw it was an hour and a half, I was, like, it's not longer than that, but, like, they covered a lot of ground. Um, I thought that the editing was kind of weird and, like, very non-linear, so that has nothing to do with him specifically, but, like, they kept, like, jumping back and forth, like, with the timeline hops, you know what I mean? Or, like, after each song, they would then, like, go back in time, and they would tell you, like, oh, it's 52 days before, or it's 10 days before, oh, it's two days after, but I thought that was an interesting choice, um... I felt like Hobie just seemed, like, really, I don't know if it was his first time on his own, and you can tell me if you think I'm wrong or disagree, but he seemed really, like, almost awkward or, like, nervous the whole time, and I know he's, like, so driven, but I never expected that from him. Like, he just, like, oozes confidence on the stage, but seeing the -the behind-the-scenes prep, like, or even meeting other celebs, he just seemed, like, a little bit nervous. I think he was just stressed the f out. I mean, that's totally fair too, right? <laughs> I think he was just like, "There's a lot going on." Um, I'm like, okay, was he recording that entire album like on his own in the studio? Was there? I mean, we know there was some other involvement because we know there was other producers involved in the album, but. It just looked like he was kind of doing a lot of that on his own. Well, they did say that, and he had to, like, test even, like, the food and the cake and the drinks and stuff. Like, wow. Yeah, he just had, like, so many grand ideas. But, okay, now you have to actually execute those. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, yeah, it wasn't just someone was going and, like, here's what we're going to have. Here's what we're going to do. Like, no, he was involved in, like, every step of the process. And so I'm sure he was just, like, stressed out and it just got me thinking that like you know how we want these shows or we want the music from them and stuff like that but this work puts an extreme like mental and physical toll on their bodies like we were kind of watching him like spiral for most of that movie yeah (laughs) the fact that he was like i slept for two hours it was the deepest i've slept i was like two hours total cumulatively and then he was like what else did he say he was like so stressed he like wasn't eating properly 
which we definitely noticed. We were like, well, 100%. Everyone was like, uh, can you eat something, please? And he's like, I just haven't been able to eat. And I guess afterwards he was like, yeah, I'm finally eating again. But it was just like, yeah, like we were watching him like decline pretty much that whole movie. And like the next day, he looked a little bit more refreshed when he was in New York, but still. Looking at him then compared to now. It was a lot. I was trying trying to think of the timeline too, because I remember pre dinner, the dinner that lives on in Infamy, like they were doing their, well, and I guess during that dinner, they were doing their group promotions. But if Jack in the Box dropped in like, did it drop in July? Because we went to Lollapalooza at the end of July. I think it did. So then he is simultaneously doing his group, like, obligations and, like, promotion schedule and finishing up Jack in the Box and, like, eating cake and, like, eating cake to, like, figure out what's going on and going to like clothing appointments which we saw in a previous like bong ton bomb behind the scenes right like it would have just been like maximum capacity and i remember someone being like oh he's really busy these days like yeah yet to come came out around that it was like June time, time. right yeah. so yeah that's a lot like you're doing your group promotions plus and then there was no rest after because then the concert was in October. Right. So I'm sure they were prepping for that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a um, lot. Yeah. I think there was also the additional stress because it was just him. That's true as well. As opposed to having the other members there. He's like carrying this entire load. You could... I mean, he was still stressed out very clearly, but, like, you could tell that, like, having Jim in there made him feel so much better. Like, I don't know. The way Jimin was, like, messing with him. Yeah. <laughs> Did Jimin at one point say, like, I think I should leave, like... Yes, I was just thinking about that. He's on edge or whatever, and he was like, no, like, I need you... <laughs> And I think Hobie, like, right around that same time made the comment about, like, I know why artists, like, travel with their friends. He was like, oh, this is why you have, like, an entourage, basically. (laughs) He didn't write it like that, but, like, (laughs) oh. (laughs) Yeah. I was just kind of stressed, like, watching it. Like, is this guy about to, like, for real pass out? See, at one point he even joked, like, oh, maybe we should have Jim in there in makeup, like, ready for, like, place if he, like, passes out or something like that. And I'm like, fam. (laughs) This is not. <laughs> this is not looking too hot. <laughs> also, like there was one time they finished dancing, and he was like, "Oh, I can't like stand up. I'm on the verge of like passing out, and his legs are like wiggly." And I'm, I'm just like, "Dude, like, <laughs> this is like I could not. I don't know. Like, we always joke about like, haha, what would it be like to be friends with Bongtan? But I would be like, um, intervention. You need to effing eat this and like drink this entire bottle of water, and I'm not leaving. Like I'd be so annoying. <laughs> I'm glad he went home to get like three meals, <laughs> right? Or whatever. I don't know how long he was home, but him and his parents were joking about that. Like, yeah, like send the other members here. They need to put on weight, and they were like, <sighs> "Well, I guess it's just you." 
<laughs> like down. I know. I couldn't tell again. That's kind of where the timing was. I couldn't tell when that was. I thought it was before all the promotions started. So like a final like fortifying homemade meal before having to like head out and go through this like circus, you know. Yeah. I was thinking it was also before too. But yeah, that was wild. From like a purely self-centered perspective, I was enjoying seeing the footage of Chicago again and being like, we're in that crowd. We're in that crowd. Somewhere in that crowd, I'm catching COVID, but, like, we are there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, when he went to that cafe, like, um, I had flashbacks to us, like, walking along the river after getting brunch, and, like, we literally went to that spot where he, like, took that picture, which was, like, nuts in retrospect because it's, like, truly the middle of a cafe and there was just us and other army waiting to take a picture. Like, those poor service worker, like, wait staff, like, we can't even go out for a meal or it becomes, like, a spot, you know? Yeah. It was cool. Like, I I know I was there, but it doesn't feel like I was there. Everything just happened so fast. I was, like, there one day and then not there the next. Um, and yeah, like, even just watching the concert, I was like, I experienced this, but I almost don't even remember that I experienced this. Like, I I remember some parts, but it just feels like, it was just so, like, I don't know, like, out of body for me, (laughs) being there. Um, so I can't even imagine how, how he feels. I was kind of chuckling because I think it was like two days before the performance or maybe the day before he is a he's solely subsisting on Americano and like every shot he has like an iced Americano in his hands like every single one and I'm like I get that but I know your stomach has to hurt like I'm about that life but like again please eat some food like but then they go out to eat at some like restaurant that he says or in some area that he and Jimin were in like 2018. And he just, like, is, like, can everyone eat oysters? And then, like, pours a ton of hot sauce on these oysters. And I'm, like, my guy, you have not eaten, like, barely at all. And two days before the show, you're eating raw shellfish and hot sauce. Like, and drinking coffee. Like, my intestines can never. So, (laughs) like, I don't know. I just flagged that because I was, like, what a, like, choice for a meal, like, the day before. Also, while you're traveling abroad, like, that just seems risky because your body's probably like already out of whack, but to each their own. I was just happy to see him eating. I didn't care what the hell he was eating. True. See him eating. <laughs> My notes just say shellfish hot dog coffee or shellfish hot sauce coffee. <laughs> but you're right. Um, can we talk about like a kind of weird moment that happened? Like they Hobie and Jimin are backstage or somewhere like practicing well Jimin's just there supporting but someone's like oh can we get a picture with you and they're like no and then the guys go to take the picture anyway and they just instantly go into photo mode like oh I guess if this is happening like I'll be ready for it but then the bodyguard's like nope like that audio that they always use you know like I was like what just occurred like but then they meet Jay Cole and they're like, oh my God, can we take a photo? And I'm like, all right, I see you. <laughs> I'm assuming wherever they were, they were like in some like artist secured space. 
So I'm hoping that whoever was taking those photos with them was either also like an artist there or like tangential to some artist there in some right. way. Because, yeah, that moment was weird. They were like, no. And then they took the photo and somebody was still like, no. That was, I was like, I don't know what just happened here. Yeah. Odd that they included it, honestly. That's yeah. honest. <laughs> that was strange. But they, but they were also kind of like, I guess. Like, they're like it was pretty much like, was is it no or is it yes? So I was kind of confused as well watching. I was wondering if, like, again, I was confused at the timeline. If, like, the first people they said no to were, like, other Lollapalooza attendees, if that was, like, day one. Because wasn't J. Cole the day before? And also, wasn't T by T also there and they were there supporting them? So I was wondering if they were just, like, there and as not fans, but just, like, attending, you know, the day before. And that's why they were, like, nope. And then with J. Cole, they were kind of, like, in the celeb area, you know. I have I was, no idea, but where, I was like, they just like, Wherever they were, like, standing and watching, I'm assuming it had to be, like, it wasn't just, like, any old fan could be back there. True. Because if so, then ARMY would have been back there. That's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> you right. Like, yeah. they, somebody would have found him and they would have been back there. Yeah. I mean, because we didn't even, did we even know that Jimmy was there until, like, the day the day before or like the day of of his actual show i was trying to remember that when i was watching it because i remember people being like jimmy's in that box like as people realized he was like up you know behind the stage area but i don't know if i was just out of the loop or like busy being in chicago but i don't remember seeing any tweets about like jim and being there so yeah i agree with you i'm not sure yeah, I can't recall. But was he spotted, like, seeing TXT? I don't remember. Honestly, like you said, we were, like, <laughs> trying to do our thing. <laughs> yeah. We weren't, like, on online like we yeah. chronically are normally. <laughs> so Maybe it was a healing experience for us. We're like, why doesn't J-Hope, like, eat some food? And he's like, why don't you get off the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. I, I was happy to see that footage with J-Cole because I remember we were, like, wondering where that footage was it didn't come out like a bong time bomb or it wasn't in like well there was no just yet for this right this we're not on that year yet but anyway like we had seen <laughs> footage and yeah. so like why well, i wonder where it is um and so it was cool that it's in this documentary and Surprise. he got to yeah. like tell him how much he loved him <laughs> so i wonder if like i was just thinking i know how some celebrities like talk about when people come up to them and tell them like oh my god like you know i love you so much but like hobie's a celebrity so i'm pretty sure somebody's done the exact same thing to him be like oh my god like you inspired me like i love you love your group and stuff like that but here he is kind of like fanning out over j cole in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like a cute moment the like scream he lets out as they're walking away i'm like very exactly. relatable but all right yeah you're my, you're my muse <laughs> which i was like I felt very validated because I feel like I was being gaslit with like this whole story of like how he came up with his name and stuff. And I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm not saying that that's, that story isn't true. But I almost just like very much recall him saying that like he was inspired by J. Cole heavily hinged like J. Hope, J. Cole type thing. And so yeah. I was like, where are we going with this like Pandora story? Like, I don't know. <laughs> 
So I was like happy that he was like, yeah, you're my muse. Jayception. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it was cool, like, Hobie could point to, like, a specific... I'm not super familiar with J. Cole. Like, I know a couple of his, like, big hits, but, like, Hobie could point to, like, a specific song. You know what I mean? So Right. And I think that was, like, that was either J. Cole's, like, first mixtape or, like, one of his really early ones that were, like, super popular um, before he, like, kind of blew up, if I'm correct. And so that was cool that he was, like, letting him know, like, I've been a fan of yours for, like, forever. Yeah. Not, uh, James Corden. He's like, love dynamite. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) It was not that kind of energy, you know. So, so, yeah. Mm. I think I talked about most of my notes. The only other thing that was cool, and again, this kind of ties back to that photo moment, like, I think it was closer towards the end of the documentary. Hobie is, like, leaving, I guess, the secured, like, artist area. Because you can see there's all these, like, gates up. Which there just were around, if you recall as well. But he's leaving in his van. And there's some people, like, waving. And he, like, rolls down the window and waves back. And that's that was, like, so sweet. Or I, like, appreciated seeing that. Just because they'd had that weird, like, kind of invasive moment. Like a little bit before I don't know maybe I'm just like a really like I mean I am a simp for Bangtan basically but like I was happy to see him like respecting the fans are still like waving to them you know what I mean after whatever that weird like photo exchange was I also want to know like how out of the loop were we because we were just like yeah walking back to the to the metro or whatever they call it over there walking back to the train and, like, there's fans that were outside that, like, waited for his car to pass after the concert. Like, where were we? Like, why did we miss this? <laughs> like, I know. I, I had that thought, too. But I was also reflecting, like, our knees and hips and feet were hurting. At least speaking for myself, I will not speak for you. My knees, my hips, and my feet were hurting in a way that they have never hurt before or since. Right? Like, I mean we always joke about like how our experience in LA in the merch line on the concrete, but like, I think like Lollapalooza might even have exceeded that. It was different because it wasn't on concrete and we like got food and stuff, but like, I love Toby, but I remember thinking during like Kid Leroy's set right before I was like, am I going to make it, you know? And obviously I did. And obviously like, Hobie brought me energy. I was, like, ready to go and had a great time. But, like, when it was over, like, we were done. Like, there was an army who travel after party. We were, like, who goes to an after party? Which, like, kudos to you if you did. But, like, my joints were just not ready. So we did not camp out and try to see where Hobie was. Yeah, it was rough. I mean, I just wouldn't even – I wouldn't even know where he would exit. Like, that has to be, like – The place was huge also. Like, how do you know which gate? Yeah, that was, like, next level, like – um, army antics. I don't know because I just I just wouldn't even know where he would exit to even walk over there. <laughs> like I don't I don't even I don't even know how they knew that. And do you remember the crowds like leaving? I don't even know. Even if you knew where he was, how would you get over there through the like throngs of people in time? Like, oh, this was the gate he left at fifteen minutes ago. Right. I mean. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out when he left because we went to like the bathroom 
first before we left, I recall. Mm-hmm. But it looked like he was also back there, like, taking pictures with Becky G. So I'm like, how fast was that? Like, between the time that he got off stage to the time that he actually, like, left. Like, that could have been a while. Or it could have been really quick. So yeah. I don't know what the time frame was. I'm sure there's some army out there that could, that experienced yeah. it and could verify. But... Yeah, it was it was a mess. I I do remember being like, man, my feet. If I could just rip them off right now, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I don't know. I guess with the editing, I thought the Becky G thing was before he performed. Like it was when twice. They're... It was like before oh, okay. and after. Okay. Yeah. See, like, and like when he left and was waving at some fans, that was still like daylight hours. So I don't know if that was a rehearsal. Or just the editing. I, like, I, yeah, I have no idea when any of this went down. We were there, but, like, we were not there mentally. I, I thought I also recalled them, like, showing him leaving the venue at the end, like, in the movie. I think, and I it think was they did. I think and, you're right. like, he was, like, getting in the car with Jimin and leaving. Yes, you're right. You're right. I was wondering, like, where all of that was, because we were kind of, like, we were close to the front, but off to the sides, like, if you recall, and then... There was that like recessed area for like porta potties or whatever with like black tarps over it. And I was like, is the artist area like on the other side of this like tarped off area? But I would hope they wouldn't have them just like by the porta potties in the <laughs> summer heat. So like I know you can do better than that, but I was like, where was the like secured artist area? Yeah. Like my delusions are popping out, but like how close were we or not? I'm sure. Um, that moment before the actual show when Becky G came inside to like talk to Hobie was particularly hilarious because of Jimin. Like, <laughs> I already know what you're gonna say. I almost just spit out my coffee. I was yeah. being so awkward. I was like, <laughs> he was like standing there, like I don't. I think he just didn't know what to do. Like she even greeted him, like hello or whatever. And I'm pretty sure he said, hey, but the way he was just, like, standing there while they were interacting, like, he didn't know what to do with his hands. Like, they were, like, at his side at one point, and then they were, like, on his hands. <laughs> the way he was standing, it was just so funny. He looked like a freaking NPC character in a video game. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. Oh, my God. Yes. I was <laughs> cracking. My friend and I were cracking up at that part because we're, like, First, his hands, like, are just out, and then they're in his pocket, and he has his sunglasses on, but they're, like, inside. I, I don't know. I was, like, what is he doing? Like, I was actually wondering if they'd been, like, introduced. Was, like, Hobie, like, dropping the ball for not introducing him? Like, because I guess Hobie knows Becky G pretty well if they collaborated, but maybe, like, Jimin didn't know her. But, yeah, he was acting so awkward. I think they, I think she's met, like, the entire group before, like, at an award show. Because I'm assuming that's how their, like, relationship even kind of started. I think they've met each other, like, at an award show, like, a while ago. Mm. Not, like, in recent times, like, many years ago, I thought. Like, at an AMAs or something like that. And so I didn't think it would be that awkward. I mean, of course they're not going to be as close as Hobie and Becky GR, but he was... <laughs> standing there yeah and it was like every minute like he had a different pose or like you said then suddenly he had glasses on it was just like what is fucking on? i mean that 
that's so relatable to me because like if my friend who I'm out of place with is like talking to someone else they know and like I don't really know that person like I'm just like there you know like waiting for my friend to finish up but it was just like <laughs> it was just unexpected because this is Jimin who we like joke is like collecting people left and right and like super suave and like super charming and he's just being like honestly really awkward like I love him but like what is he doing what is he doing there <laughs> so funny oh my god it was so funny uh anyway um And I'm also like really nosy. I wanted to see Hoagie's parents' face. That's I know that might sound horrible, but like he is like truly like gate his parents for like so long. And I'm sure there's fans who have seen it before. I'm not gonna go looking for it. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised when like his parents were like actually in the documentary, and I was like, oh, is he gonna? No, he didn't show their face. I'm surprised. I mean, we always talk about how like Hobie might actually be one of the most private members, right? Um, Like we've talked about that in the past, but he even went inside their house. Like, yeah. I I mean, I appreciated it, but I really was not expecting it. Yeah, the house was adorable. Like, it's basically a little Bong Kong museum. I know. And his mom's <laughs> so cute because she he's like, wow, it's really full. Or like there's a bunch of new stuff and she's like I'll make it fit basically like she's gonna build another shelf or whatever like she'll she'll figure it out so that's really cute I'm not getting rid of the old stuff like <laughs> no no definitely don't do that exactly. yeah yeah I'm trying to think yeah. of what else I keep seeing this clip going around on the internet of him, like, looking at the dancers and being, like, kind of, like, turd with them having, like, yes. chemistry or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the other staff member's, like, role was, but he was like, alright, like, it's, like, day one, like, give him a chance. <laughs> yeah. I actually am glad you flagged that, because I was like, wow, those dancers look really bad. Like, I said that to my friend, and then Hobie's like, what's up with the dancers? And I was like, validation, right? Like, instant validation. But then he seemed, like, kind of genuinely pissed. And you're right, this other guy was like, I think it'll be okay, you know? But, like... I didn't even notice. What do you do if the, like, main guy that you're performing for is, like, pissed off at you as a backup dancer? Well, I was kind of confused because the dancers that he was practicing with in Korea weren't the dancers that he actually performed with in the U.S., right? Like, that was a whole new yeah. set of dancers. And so yeah. um, he probably was, like, expecting them to be, like, X, Y, Z because he had been performing with other people in Korea for so long. And when they weren't like that, he was like, <sighs> I mean, I felt like they had chemistry by the time the they got to the show like I didn't notice anything and he did like calm down as they practiced more and they did look great on stage like I remembered some of the dancers from us seeing them yeah particularly like the blonde dancer and like the pink unitard or whatever the pink bodysuit um yeah which, like, imagine a performance you're already stressed for, and then you get there, and you're practicing with the dancers, and you feel, like, not ready, and your name is Jung Ho Sok, and, like, your background is dance, and you're, like, dance lead for your team. Like, 
stress. But also, it was like, it seemed like it was only a few days away when he got there to practice. Like, it was like less than a week. And so, yeah, yeah I can see why he was kind of like, mm-mm, this is not, like, <laughs> somebody needs to get it together and it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. He's very meticulous about how things need to be executed. But I could also see, like, how much pressure he felt like he had because he was, like, the first member who was doing something on this scale. So yeah. I'm sure he felt like he had a lot to prove. So it was like, like, no, nothing can get messed up right now. Because didn't he even say, like, at the end, like, I feel really good right now, but imagine if I had messed up. Like, I would be in my room, like, pulled up in there, like, not coming out and, like, so sad. <laughs> I'm like, this guy has so much on his mind. He has so much on his <sighs> mind. And I want to know what he thinks messing up could have been for him. Like, I feel like he's the kind of person that would be like, just one little thing didn't work, and he would be, like, agonizing over that. Well, he even said that at the beginning. He's like, I could just chill and do whatever right now, but, like, my personality does not allow that. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And he also was, like, putting a lot of pressure on, like, this is the album that could, like, launch me to my next step or, like, this is the thing that will, like, put me in my next era. Which he also, at least in the Disney captions, used the word hiatus. And I'm like, so it's okay when BTS calls it a hiatus because we have both of Soap saying it, but it's not okay when ARMY and media call it a hiatus. And my friend was like, didn't June issue, like, a whole letter how it's not a hiatus? And, like, you know, all these, like, responses from HYBE. And I'm like, look, I can't do this anymore. You know, like, I will not weigh in on this debate further. Yeah, I'm sick of that word. Yeah, I, I do remember him saying, like, hiatus, and I'm like, so is this a mistranslation again? Like, Exactly. I doubt it at this point. Like, it's okay. We can call it a hiatus. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Let's try to remember. I remember thinking his studio was really comfy. I'm like a pro napper, so I was like, that couch looks really good. That couch. Yeah. (laughs) That couch. I was confused, though, again, at the editing. For, like, half a second, they had it, like, superimposed where he's at his desk working. I think he's talking to his dad about how, even though his dad's in Seoul, he, like, can't come see him. Yeah. And then he's, like, also laying on the couch. I'm, like, who was in his room? And Because he had his, like, arm over his face. And then I'm, like, it's Hobie and also Hobie. Like, <laughs> Hobieception as well. Like, that editing was crazy. Yeah. Also, like, Yoongi forgetting that he's a millionaire. Like, Hobie's tasting that drink. And, like, Yoongi comes up and he's, like, hey, man, want to try it? And Yoongi's, like, no, it looks expensive. And I'm, like, you're the guy drinking, like, fancy-ass whiskey. Like, he also was like, no, I have a wedding to go to. And I'm like, whose wedding? Because it's not yours. Where are you going? <laughs> uh, unless, like, uh, sir, elaborate. Yeah. Exactly. Like, where are you going? Um, I'm so glad he couldn't make it that day to, like, the actual show. Not the actual show, the actual, like, party. I'm so sad. Yeah. 
that listening party looked awkward as hell too i'm not gonna lie like oh. imagine sitting in a room full of people sitting in a circle in your like building cafeteria basically like listening to people judge you for the first time real time i was like no thanks well i was thinking at first like why did he have to personally reach sound like he had to personally reach out to everybody on instagram in order to invite them and i'm like was there no one that could assist him with that like they couldn't give out some kind of like formal invitation he had to like send invites through instagram because <laughs> they were like oh like like they were saying something about there being like a hundred people there or like a hundred people on the invite list and they were saying like it's a lot because you're you have to like invite them and I'm like first of all a hundred people for a party really isn't that much but I'm like I guess if you have to personally sit there and type out an Instagram DM to every single yeah I guess that is a lot of like work but I was like there really wasn't that many people in that space compared to the size of the space and the amount of people that was in there it wasn't like that many people in there I thought he would have had I'm like well, that's just me. I'm like, I would have had that place packed out. <laughs> but maybe that's not how listening parties work. I don't know how industry parties work. So <laughs> it just seemed like, I don't know. He did a great job hosting, but like personally having to like high five everyone or like do the bro hug situation and then have everyone like sit in a circle. Yeah, I was wondering, I just, like, did I they not... listen to his whole album? Like, minute by minute or was it like kind of like clips of like each song how i perceived it at the time it was less clear in the documentary but at the time i thought they sat there and listened to it the whole way through and he gave like commentary before each song because they were the first to like hear it you know Mm. because then didn't he do that like weverse live directly after that and then like army got to hear it at the countdown Time isn't real. I don't remember anything. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, sure. I mean, I have no idea. I was just like, this looks like my absolute personal hell. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I mean, they all seemed to enjoy that. Like, they had a a good time. And there was like a DJ. So it looked like after they were done listening to his album, it was more of like a party. I mean, the album isn't long, it's like 30 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. It did look. I was really glad to see, like, I mean, everyone but Yoongi, right? Like, all the members there. And, like, Jungkook really there, like, hyping him up. There had to be people there who got invited but couldn't make it. I would hate to be that person. Well, I was sitting here, like, jokingly thinking, like, all those, like, BTS bots in my, like, DMs that I ignore should have answered one of those. Could have been Hobie if he's sending invites via DM. That's a joke. I have no ins, but. Or I wonder who was like, I do have something to do that day, but I'm canceling. (laughs) Like, hey, you know that your wedding was today's? Mm, Yeah, like. You have a long and fruitful marriage. I have somewhere I have to be. Ajo from BTS sends me an invitation, like, I'm going, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what else I had to do that day, but sorry. Like, we that entire week before is actually booked, because, like, 
everything's getting you know I'm getting a manicure I'm getting my brows <laughs> fixed my hair's done like <laughs> everything I mean he just he pretty much invited like everybody in like k-hip-hop and k-r-and-b scene it seemed like at least like the more like um I don't want to say notable but like I don't really know how what word I want to use to describe that that crowd, but um, yeah, I feel like he invited just about everybody, and so yeah, I would hate to be the one that was like, dang, I didn't get an invite, or like, dang, I couldn't make it. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be rough. All your you're in K hip hop, and all your K hip hop friends are at Hobie's listening party. <laughs> I also was thinking, like, what is the high building? Like, they could just do anything in that building. I'm like 99% sure that was their cafeteria. Like, I think it was. <laughs> he even made some comment, like, oh, the cafe is like right there. Like, we can't move that. And he was like, oh, no, I think that's cool. So, like, that was just like some hangout spot hive, and they turned it into like a club pretty much. Like, and he was going around at the end and was, like, hugging, like, all the workers and stuff. Yeah. Like, how do I get to... I don't even have to, like, be a producer or anything like that. Hi, can I work behind the bar? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, it was funny because they had that shot from the outside of, like, the building and just, like, in two or three windows on, like, an upper floor or wherever the cafe or cafeteria is, you just see, like, the flashing lights. Like, <laughs> I was, like, a rave at the cafeteria. I feel like the industry parties could go, like, one of two ways. They're either super fun because you're with people who are, like, equally or adjacently famous as you. And so you guys, like, know the pressures and can, like, cut loose together. Or everyone's, like, flexing for the gram and no one's actually, like, having fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's all for show. I feel like it could go one of two ways, so. True. Like, I want to see you dancing and getting sweaty. Like, do not worry about your hair. Like, (laughs) do not worry about whatever, like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed this documentary. Um it felt long to me in a good way <laughs> because it covered like so much ground and prep work, right? We got to see a lot. So Do you have any other thoughts or anything else you want to flag? I'll say one off air. But I will say this. um, (sighs) The way it ended, like, after the credits rolled, did you see, like, clip after the credits rolled and he was, like, saying that he was getting, like, criticism, that he wasn't, like, well, he said this earlier in the documentary, but people were wondering why he wasn't, like, dancing or whatever for this album. Uh, he made a comment about that like Jack in the box was like showing like like a, a certain side of him. The hope on the street shows like him like dancing or whatever, like yeah. his his homage to like his dance background. But the way he said it, he almost said it like as if like Hope on the Street was going to be like the name of like the next project. We know what Hope on the Street is, but the way he framed it, he almost made it seem like Hope on the Street was going to be, like, project number two. And I was like, is this going to be, like, like the next album? Or it's going to be, like, 
some other kind of like side dance project thing you're going to do? Like, what is it that you're doing? So that was, that was cool. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I was like, huh, what's this? Right? Like either we're fully putting on our clown makeup because we've had hope in the street before, right? Like dance videos or he's going to do a reality show about dance or he's going to have an album about like dance music more i don't know yeah but it was very vaguely worded and you know they always try to leave us with some like dangling carrot right like even at the end of concerts or music videos there's always something so i was like haha unless what does this mean (laughs) yeah exactly yeah yeah so i'm excited for whatever it is he plans to do i have no idea what the military timeline looks like so i don't know when that would come out but if it is a larger project i'm excited for it i wish get it (laughs) i wish that i would not have said 2025 like don't give me a false hope or a false timeline you know like i guess it could still happen but yeah um, unclear (sighs) <sighs> okay. An hour 20? That just flew by today. As it always does. <laughs> <laughs> the length of one Hobie documentary. <laughs> Alright, well, unless there's anything else, we should wrap it up here, I guess. No, yeah, let's leave it here. Great. That'll do it for today's episode of Girls with Fun, and we will see you next time. Bye.